God bless you and welcome to Yesterday Ended. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. Imagine you're in a grocery store and as you're walking down an aisle, you see an item and you think, oh, I need to buy that. And you get it and you put it in your cart and you pay for it. Then you get home and you go to put it in your cupboard only to find out you already had it. There are times in our lives when, in a moment of despair, we pray for something, pleading to God, and in that moment, he tells us, I've already given that to you in Christ. All too often, we forget all the blessings that have been bestowed upon us through the finished work of Jesus. The reason for big numbers is for us to be able to count all of these blessings. We need to recognize that we already have the victory in Jesus. Give a listen. Earlier this year, I was considering rebuilding my website for my artwork. I also wanted to do a website for my two books, Every Thought of the Heart and As He Is, both available on Amazon. Yes, I know, it's a shameless plug. And also, I wanted to do a really nice website for this podcast. But right now, you can follow me on my Facebook page, Yesterday Ended, and we can chat there. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, another shameless plug. So as I considered all of this work and the price it would cost for all these new websites, it took the wind out of my sails. But I realized I needed this stuff. So I finally called my website hosting company to find out what it would cost. To my dismay, but also to my greater joy... I found out that the level of my contract with my hosting company already allowed me to do not one, but five websites. And the software that I need to make them is already embedded in the system, something else I thought I'd have to pay extra for. But I already had it. This brings me to my poem today and our topic of what we have been given in Christ. The truth of the matter is, the victory is already in me. It is resolved because it is finished. The size of the challenge, it is now diminished. The victory is already in me. Now victory is within. It is time to begin, to deny the lies, my past defy, that says, I'll fail. The victory quick, I'll avail. That from victory, not unto, I fight with strength born anew, for I already have the victory. My present victory so complete, my past it defeats. Victory is mine, I will let it shine. I will think upon his gift, my sword I will lift, and smite my fear, my foe, unto it be the woe, for I already have the victory. Not praying for what is already mine, by Christ's work I'm defined. On his truth I take a stand. In his name I command evil and darkness to go, his power to show and know, that in freedom I will be, that everyone can see, I already have the victory. Repeat after me. I already have the victory. I already have the victory. I already have the victory. This needs to become our motto, mantra, slogan, what have you. But we need to say this every day in every situation. We're too easily swayed from this reality. Years ago, there was someone close in my life who had the bad habit of saying, you can't win them all. 
One day, I accidentally sat on my glasses and bent the frame. As I sat there in shame, I thought, well, I guess you can't win them all. But fortunately, God tapped me on the shoulder quite quickly and said, excuse me, that's not what I've taught you. Though there are times in our lives we have situations that a challenge tells us we are defeated, we must always recognize that God has victory waiting for us. We're simply waiting for the delivery. If you haven't already read the end of the book, I'll give you a spoiler. We win! Our enemy and his fearful friend of death are both thrown into the depths of hell. We read of this victory in 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 54. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. It is the basis of our salvation, our wholeness. The grave has been defeated, and also death that puts us in that hole. And God puts death into a unique perspective in saying, O death, where is thy sting? I've been stung by bees and wasps before, and it is but a momentary pain. Because of our faith in Jesus, we need not fear death. The fear of death puts us into bondage, but Jesus has delivered us from that bondage. This truth is revealed in Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. The death of Jesus destroyed the power of the devil, who uses death to place us in fear. This verse gives us deliverance from the fear of death. Sickness is death in part, so we need not even fear sickness. We need to recognize that in salvation, we have a complete victory through Jesus. When we start to feel ill, we need to recognize that we are not a sick person trying to get well. We are a well person, the devil's trying to make sick. Salvation means wholeness. That means you're healthy. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, who his own self took our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. That's in the past tense. You were healed. You have that victory right now. The challenge is, do we believe it and claim it? Back in 1 Corinthians 15.57, it says we were given the victory. Take what is rightfully yours. You've been given the victory. And then God works in your life to bring about triumph. We'll find this truth in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be unto God, 
which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. The source of your triumph is God working within you. Here again, the challenge arises of whether or not we are partnering with God in each situation or challenge. God's doing the hard work, the heavy lifting. We simply need to listen to him as he shows us how to navigate the challenge before us. I recognize it is a challenge to receive and believe this because it says he always causes us to triumph, and there are times when we fall flat on our faces. But our failures do not negate the blessing and truth that God gives to us. God is true, as is his word, and the power of the name of Jesus. If you have fallen, simply rise back up, dust yourself off, take a hold of your Heavenly Father's hand, and move forward into the triumph that lies waiting for you. We've been given victory, and we are caused to triumph. Victory and triumph indicate someone is defeated and someone has won the fight. It took me a while to recognize the depth of this next verse, which is Romans 8.37. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In my youth, when I read this verse or heard it, I rejoiced that I was the victorious one. I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. But I wanted to deny the fact that being more than a conqueror indicated something needed to be conquered, and that means I'm going to be in a fight. I didn't want to be in a fight. I just wanted to have victory. The truth is, though I may be in the fight, the battle is not mine. Jesus was the victorious one who conquered death and the devil. I simply must stand, as it says in Ephesians chapter 6, in his victory. It's been given to me. The only battle I have to face is the one of faith. Do I believe what God has done for me through Jesus, the one that loves me? We are taught more about our victory in 1 John. Chapter 4, verse 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have overcome them, the world, not because of who you are, but because of who is in you. I'm quite certain that you're all wonderful people, but it's not you. It's the Lord within you. The Spirit of God within gives us the ability to stand and withstand in the evil day. God continues his declaration of our being overcomers in chapter 5 of verse John, again in verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Firstly, to claim this victory, we must be born again. And then the only other requirement is faith. We need to learn to say yes to the promises of our God. Our simple acceptance that Jesus is the Son of God brings about victory within our lives. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Belief in Jesus brings victory. 
My favorite verse in the epistles is Galatians 2.20. I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Christ is within me, and it is by his life and by his faith and my faith in him that I stand victorious. I do not have to beg God for strength or peace or joy or any of the other fruit of the Spirit or the power of the Holy Spirit, for all of this has been given to me through Jesus. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory. Thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. I have a key to the front door of my house. The key is mine, and I do not need to ask permission to use it. I do not need to ask somebody to give me the key. I already have it and can go into my house and utilize everything that is in my house. Take a few moments to write down your favorite verses. Look at the promises contained in those verses. They belong to you. Simply thank the Father for activating the promise you might need at this point in your life. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What will you do with the resources that he has already given you. You already have the victory over anything that is confronting you now. It is yours. Go enjoy it.